welcome back to Madness in the Method, the uh, podcast where we talk about Nicolas Cage and all the movies, all the wonderful movies that he has made during his illustrious career and keeps making so that we will never, ever be finished with this podcast. But I guess that's, I don't know if that's a point or not, but either way, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> my name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my friend and trusted co-host, Christopher. Hello, everyone. Hello. And in today's episode, we are talking about the 2000... 2000s movie. It's so weird, it's so weird to say that as a year. The 2000 movie. It's not the 2000 movie. It's a movie that Nicolas Cage made in the year 2000 called The Family Man. Yeah. Yeah. Written by David Diamond and David Wiseman. And directed by Brett Ratner. Mm. It's a uh, it's a Christmas movie, sort of. No, it is a Christmas movie about a fast lane investment broker offered the opportunity to see how it's how the other half lives. He wakes up to find out that his sports car and girlfriend have become a minivan and wife. It's one of those movies, you know, where they, you trade <laughs> places with someone else, sort of. Uh, so, have you yeah. seen this movie before? No, I'd never seen it before. What did you have? Uh, what, what do you uh, before? What did you have for expect expectations? Well, um, we discussed it. We've discussed it briefly before, and I, I for some reason, thought this was going to be somewhat similar to the Weatherman. I think that's mm. mainly because of the name, <laughs> and that he he's wearing a um, what's called uh, overcoat on the oh. on the poster, <laughs> and then, you know, and it has to do with family. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't look it up or anything, so I had no idea. Um, other than there was going to be one of those magical switcheroo movies. Mm. But, but did you think it would going to be good? Um. Yes. Uh, right. I, I, uh, I, I was, um, I was cautiously optimistic at first. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, yesterday, not yesterday, last week when we recorded the last episode, you mentioned that it is a Christmas movie, sort of. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. I do like Christmas. So I was, I was, um, I was ready, I was prepared to be uh, pleasantly surprised. So, first off, uh, we talked about it uh, a few times before, but you, you have a, a fascination with Christmas movies. Yes. You, you really like them. Yes. Uh, did this give you that Christmas movie feeling? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Yes, it did. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ it did. <laughs> All right. Uh and, and what without giving away the score, what, what what did you think of the movie? Did you like it? Oh yeah, I really <laughs> really really liked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I fucking loved this movie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, I've seen this movie before uh, a few times. Yeah. I have it on DVD. I got it in some kind of. I think when I bought like maybe like PlayStation Two or something, there was I bought a console and I got a movie with it, a game and a mm. movie. I think uh, it was some kind of package deal. I got this one, uh, which is. On hindsight, very weird choice. I had, I guess, they had just too many of them and needed to get rid of them. But was um, it was it a? Uh, did you buy it uh, used or was it an, uh, from a store? Was it from a store? Oh, okay, yeah, that's a weird choice. Yeah, it was just some kind of pack, <laughs> like, or or maybe there was some kind because I I remember oh, it was a game. I bought it and it was like, oh, this yeah. movie comes with it. It wasn't anything they like. Um, they didn't have any ads or anything for it. It was just no, like, no, oh, sure, yeah, oh yeah, I, you got this too. I was like, oh, okay, fine, I guess. I, um, I've ha- I've had that happen to me too, but that was <laughs> they were giving away like a like a weirdo horror movie that they couldn't sell. This is a this is a random movie, just a movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So so I got it. I think it was like around two thousand two thousand one. Yeah. Uh, so I saw it and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty. I I liked it, so I rewatched it a few times. Uh, but now it's been a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I, as you know, at least I packed away my DVD collection in boxes uh, a few yeah. years back, and I haven't really revisited anything in those boxes. And this is not really a movie you 
search out for well well i don't at least i don't like look at netflix oh this movie the family man i remember this no uh, it's more you see it in 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 your shelf and say oh that movie that was a while ago yeah um, unless you like like personally really love it it's yeah mm-hmm. it's not something you pick out every christmas even no because it's just a movie yeah so it's been a while but i i have fond memories of it uh yeah. and when i rewatched it i'd say Maybe it's a little worse than I remember, but that's still it's. I still like it a lot. Yeah. Um, rewatching it this time. Yeah, rewatching okay. it this time. Yeah. It's it's. I I think it's more of just rose colored glass lenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just watching back to it because it's been yeah. Um. Yeah. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, a little about the movie. Um, uh, a little more. In depth, it's about this character called Jack, um, Jack something. I don't know. So, uh, Campbell. Campbell, right? Jack Campbell, who is this? He in the beginning of the movie, he's going away to London for business school for a year, and he's saying goodbye to his girlfriend. Yeah, it starts in 1987, and yeah. they've been together for like a year or something. Like they're they're a, they're a serious couple, but they're not married or anything, and they're yeah. both in school still. Yeah, and and he and she begs him to stay because he she got a feeling that if he goes, uh, so last time they'll ever meet. Yeah, it's the end of the relationship, sort of. Yeah. Um, and he says, "Ah, oh, it's fine." And then he goes, and then they never meet again. Uh, yeah, fast forward uh, thirteen years. Yeah, and now he's this big time hotshot, as you said, like business person yeah he's uh he <laughs> he's a he's a business person serious man with a briefcase something yeah. something banks something companies something stocks i don't know yeah they don't one really of those go it's just <laughs> and it, i gotta say it's i like that they are very upfront with this this sort of facade of yeah. business person because everyone in 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 the company is like, oh Jack Campbell, you're here late as usual. You, <laughs> what is the, the the his boss says like the the, the shining star of capitalism, Jack yeah, Campbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very like sort of self-deprecating with it, which is which is pretty yeah. fun. Um, and it's, it's it's very cliche, like, oh, we're going to work late on Christmas? Oh, of course we shall. Huh? Christmas? Fuck anything but money. Yes. What yeah. small country can we destroy today, basically? Yeah, sort of. What they do is in, with this, well, the, the filmmaker is doing it with this sort of glimpse in their eye. Of, yeah, sure, no. sure. But I, I, I almost got this. Because uh, it's all—it's always kind of funny when there's a when a multi-million-dollar Hollywood movie is like, money isn't important. It's love and family that's important. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a very cynical vibe at first. I was like, come on, bro, <laughs> you made this movie for like eighty million. Money means something to you, okay? <laughs> um, but that washed away pretty quickly. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he, on his way home on Christmas Day, he stops by at a convenience store to buy eggnog. Yeah. And he sort of, in a roundabout way, prevents a robbery or something. A misunderstanding yeah. with a gun. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. He he worked. No. It's it's uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas um, Eve. Right. And, and he steps out of the office. It's he's it's very late. It's like seven thirty. Oh, he's still at he's still at work. Oh, oh. <laughs> he steps out of the office and it starts snowing. Oh, in New York. Oh, oh. <laughs> almost like it's mm, some kind of magic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he, he steps into that uh, that convenience store to buy eggnog, which they like half-heartedly plant earlier in the movie uh, when his uh, his I don't know if that's his girlfriend, whatever his his. His lady friend, yeah. um, they mentioned like, oh, it's Christmas. We can't, uh, whatever. I have to go meet my family. He's like, I'll pour eggnog over you. <sighs> Something. I, I guess that's why he's buying it. Otherwise, I don't know why, because he doesn't seem interested in Christmas. Well, he does, I, I he does stop I, to buy eggnog for some reason. Because we do have, we get this feeling throughout the introduction of the character that he's not, he's not a, he's, it's like a record draft. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Sure. No. Cause, yeah. Absolutely. Because he, he goes around and he's being. He's nice not. He's to... not. He's not Patrick Bateman. You know. No. Exactly. Because like he he gives stock market 
uh, tips to his uh, like doorman. He's, yeah. He knows everybody's name, and he's it's really nice. And you got this feeling that he's he's not a bad guy, really. And it's not that he doesn't that he hates Christmas. It's just he doesn't really have a family or anywhere to go, so he doesn't really get it. Get it? Exactly, because it's a very family-oriented holiday. Yeah. yeah, so I I'm interpreting that eggnog situation of him like, oh, this is a little nice Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah just sure. a, a little smidge of Christmas spirit, a little spirit. Oh, it's snowing outside. I'm gonna walk home and drink some eggnog on the way. It's it's nice. Then business as usual tomorrow. But just for tonight, I'm I'm just gonna have a little, a little, yeah. little Christmas for myself. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So he stops this this thing. Uh, and. So there's this guy who has a, a lottery ticket, and the store owner doesn't want to take it, and then a dispute starts, and a gun appears, and then he just steps in and says, you know what, I'll buy this uh, ticket for you, it's worth $135, I'll buy it for you for 200 and I'll make 35 bucks, and nobody has to mm. get hurt, and we can just have a Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and this guy agrees, and... Uh, they have a small discussion of, uh, what do you want in life, Jack? And Jack says, yeah. I don't need nothing. I have everything I want. By the way, this this random guy played by Don Cheadle, I guess, yeah. wasn't super well-known at the time, but it has since become. Yeah. Um, so uh, It's also kind of funny that it, that's, that's one, uh, it's a, sort of like a Hollywood stereotype. Whenever there's like an angel character in movies... They're like ninety nine percent of the time they're black. I don't know why, but they are, and they yeah, they, they have that I, thing here as well. I don't know why, but it's just something I picked up on. Like yeah, I, I yeah. think I think it is sort of virtue signaling in a way. Sort of yeah. Uh, because if you look back in like the older movies, like uh, as we mentioned before, what I want for life, there the angel is white, and in mm. movies from that era, they're always white. So I think it's sort of this. Uh, oh, we're gonna do something different, but now everyone does it, so now that's the new standard, sort of. Yeah, exactly. The most classic example of that is uh, Bruce Almighty, where Morgan Freeman plays God. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's just a little well, thing I noticed. Yeah. Whatever. He's barely in the movie, anyway. So. Yeah, he's in like three scenes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Don Cheadle's character says, uh, "Well, you you done it now, Jack. Remember, yeah. this is your yeah. fault." <laughs> Yeah, and then he, he says everybody everybody wants something, and Don Shield asks him what do you what do you want, and he's like, huh, I don't know, I pretty much have everything I want. <laughs> mm. Just contradicting himself instantly. Yeah, uh, uh, and then and he's like, oh, you really stepped in it now, Jack. <laughs> and then he goes home and goes to bed and wakes up the next day, and now he lives the life where he would have been if he if he didn't go on that plane. 30 yeah. years before. So he, uh, lives had... in, he lives in the suburbs with two children and a wife. <gasps> and it's it's the, it's Taylor Leone, the, the girl from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Which we didn't mention, but it's Taylor Leone. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's sort of the movie, this sort of fish-out-of-water story of this hotshot business guy uh, trying to live a quote-unquote normal life with children and wife and... Start at the start. Of course, he hates it, and he, he just wants to get back to his life with Ferraris and good wines and good tastes. Uh, yeah, and then of course, because it is a Christmas movie, he he finds that that's not what's important in life. It's family. Oh yeah, he he learns what's important. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> And that's sort of the movie. There's uh, a lot more to it, but that's generally the the broad strokes of it. Um, yes, it's a it's a it's a it's a not it's a trope you recognize from other movies. I'm mm. having a hard time f- think of one though now, like where where your your life is magically switched. I'm thinking of like there's this movie called like the Switch Up or something with with uh, Jason Bateman and. Josh, Josh, Josh Hamill or something. I'm not sure. I haven't seen that one. But the first movie I was thinking of, that's not magic like this is. Uh, it's Trading Places. Yeah, yeah, but there, yeah, there's not a ma- magical element. No, yeah, yeah, just just the magical thing. I I don't think that's a lot, but just this thing of 
going from rich to poor and finding that poor ha Titanic does sort of the same thing also. It's that trope of being rich then going to poor and understanding that it's or poorer, I guess. Mm, They're not yeah. poor in this movie. Uh, poorer. No. Uh, it's just defining what's important in life. That money isn't everything. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's exactly. sort of true. But but magically Learning getting a new love life... Learning that love is the thing. Yeah, but just magically getting a new life, I don't think that is... In, in this context, is, is very cliche, I don't think. No. Um, Here it is. The change-up I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Cause um, it, but but there is this thing I don't remember there's a name for it but these tropes and cliches that just feel like you've seen it a million times the first time you see it because it's so universal in a way yeah um, yeah exactly it's 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 vague you can kind of apply it to other movies that aren't exactly the same but it's kind of the same yeah like in a way it it's it's basically the same uh like story. But with a different magic thing, as in liar, liar. Yeah. Like, he, 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 because he's always about work, and work is so important. And I don't care about relationships. And my son, well, I like him, but I gotta work. And then one day he can't lie, and he turns out he actually loves his son. It's the same, <sighs> yeah, same kind of thing, sort of. And yeah, yeah like like trading places, even though there's a, f a physical switch there instead. Um, or movies like um. Uh, fuck, I had one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, we've seen this thing in, in a lot of places before, but just not this specific thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but by the way, uh, the change-up that I'm looking at, though, that's almost literally uh, this movie, just that they he switches places with another person that he meets. But it's the oh, same thing. They, they basically switch bodies. The consciousness switches bodies. So one mm. is a family man and the other one is a uh, a bachelor, you know. All right. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. No, I th I don't think I have seen <laughs> it, but I, I knew of it. Mm. I cuz I don't I don't remember anything about it. Maybe it was just bad, so I don't remember anything. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this however uh, was very very good. Yeah. I I think one of the best thing of this movie is that it's very sort of real in a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, it really feels like all these small confrontations and, uh, like, arguments they have, all of them are very petty and they seem very real. In yeah. A way. Uh, even because um, Teleone's character, Kate, uh, like, the first half of the movie, she's very just angry at him all the time and sort of... <laughs> Uh, very, very, a lot of snide remarks, a lot of sarcasm, and and I get and, but then you feel like, that's her sort of, that's marriage. That that's mm -hmm. how it is. And then there are these tender moments in between, uh, that sort of makes everything worth it. And and it feels it's not a, um, if you if you put it like um. What uh, other comedies about marriage, married life, put it like that? It's yeah. usually very much more comically or uh, over the top. Yeah, and, and also very like um, very like big gestures. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not very realistic. It's not grounded. Mm. Um, yeah, grounded. Like that's you, the word. I yeah, was if you, for. if you think of like romantic comedies, it's always like. This like the the big thing which you, which you have in this, um, when he when they uh, when it's her birthday and he takes her out to dinner and they mm. he rents a hotel room and everything like these big big gestures and everything, but in the end it's the small things, um, that actually makes makes him uh, reconsider what what life he, he really wanted, um, and I, and I also like that that he is very. Um, I mean, they're doing the whole, oh my god, I'm not me, I'm someone else. And he tries to figure out where he is and who he is and what's uh -huh. going on. Um, but it's not like he's like trying to hide it. And like, okay, I'm just going to stay calm and maybe Lord <laughs> change back. No, he just walks around like, this. I'm not supposed to be here. And tells everyone that. And like, I'm confused, please help me. <laughs> when, when she starts yelling at him because he, he wakes up at 7.30, the first thing he does when he realizes that he's not who he's supposed to be, 
he just drives away and he's gone for six hours on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, so when he comes back, uh, his wife, Taylioni, has been you know calling hospitals all day and you know they've been opening presents and he missed Christmas breakfast and everything. And and she's like super angry with him. First she hugs him because she was super worried, mm. and then she's super angry. And he's like, just, just, just please stop yelling for a second, because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> very realistic, but also funny, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's this, um, yeah, just this thing that he goes around for. I think it's like half the movie. That he just goes around and saying, "Well, this is just temporary. Fuck it. I'm just gonna yeah. do whatever I want." When he, when he figures out that he can't just go back, when he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat on my on my apparently wife because I don't care. Fuck this." Yeah, he's not taking it seriously. He's yeah. kind of taking it seriously. And then when he gets that uh, proposition, he's like, "Okay, you know, let's make yeah. the best out of the situation." Because um, in his which is mind, kind of the he, first wake up call. Yeah, because in his mind, he's not married. No, it's it's this because he was told that it's gonna be like a, a glimpse into another world. So this is not real. It's not yeah. like he's like a, had a had a, a concussion or anything. Like he knows it's 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 a it's a magic little test or something. Yeah, uh, and also this thing in the, the beginning. Well, the beginning when when switch over uh, when uh, th- they are su- supposed to have sex or yeah. Yeah. Uh, when she's like, we have the kids are asleep. We have like thirty minutes. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he pretends to be asleep because, and and that's again like he's is a pretty good guy because he's like, yeah, this is this is this isn't okay. Yeah, for him it's a little awkward. He hasn't seen her in thirteen years. He's like, oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, and, and, al- <laughs> and also it's it, he's not the person she thinks he is. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it, it's it's a little weird. Yeah. But that's also the first time where he, like, I don't know if it's accidentally or whatever, like, just realizes, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's the woman I loved 13 years ago. Yeah. And, ah, she's, she's, he's, she's, he's so honest, like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. um, which is another thing I like about the movie. It's very, very honest with all of that stuff. Like, mm. the whole romance part, like, them falling back into love or whatever you want to call it since it's not really that but it yeah. sort of is that um for him, from his perspective at least um it's it's uh yeah it's very very grounded and very honest and felt for a movie like this very realistic yeah uh the only thing i really I dislike is is a, is a hard term for it but uh, I feel should have needed a little, a little more work. Yeah, uh, that is the ending of the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah but, a little maybe. It's it's a little rushed, but I mean, it's really the only way you could have ended it and still have well, it be a happy yeah, ending. I think. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not saying I don't like the the way it goes because at, at the end of the movie he goes back to his normal life and and no no time has passed. Yeah, uh, and he's sort of uh, he he finds. Kate again in, in in the real world, so to speak, where she never had got married, never had kids, mm. and she is also like hotshot. Yeah, they sort of have the same life. Lawyer, I think. Uh, yeah, she's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he sort of now when he has in this alternate timeline sort of fallen back in love with her, he's like, I need her in my life. I need to get back with her, mm. even though it's been thirteen years and we haven't met each other and, and she's going away to to move uh, and that's sort of that's circular storytelling back mm-hmm. to yeah, yeah, the same yeah. thing as the beginning of the movie that she's going and he's begging her to stay yeah. but the way he begs her to stay is the most fucking crazy weird, person yeah. thing ever cause he tells her about the life they had in his dream or whatever it was <laughs> yeah no no he doesn't tell her he screams it in an oh, airport yeah. over like over like four lines of people he yeah. screams about well <laughs> we it, you know it's kids. different from her point of view a dream that he had about them being together and a house just... in New Jersey I work for a tire company <laughs> It's just really is, is yeah. this is this how you're gonna is this how you're gonna do this? 
just, and her reaction is, oh, I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just that part is just so weird. Again, I like the circular storytelling, but they sh- should have just gone with something else. Just a more, uh, it's better with a heartfelt speech, not just a monologue of his dream. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little, yeah, like it's a little uh, rushed sort of, but it it kind of it kind of works as well. It's it's awkward the way he's yelling it, mm. but it kind of works because, in, like you said, in the beginning, she's the one begging him to stay. Like we should just take a chance and stay stay here and be together, and we could have a life together. Because I don't think we're gonna have that if you leave. And he's like, eh, it'll be fine, and then he leaves. Yeah, um, so it's, it's it's the same situation, but. He learns. Uh, the, the, he learns his lesson in this dream. Um, it's I, I, fuck. I I I had a I had a better way of saying it <laughs> because it's not like it's not like it's not like it's uh it's it's not so on the nose that there's this specific moment when he's in this other version of his life. It's uh, it's it's a combination of all the little things that when he's when he knows he's about to leave that other version of his life because he he meets Don Cheadle again. It's like, mm. so you, you, this was just a glimpse. You're going back. That's kind of when he re- realizes it's it's not someone doing this grand gesture. Uh, it's it's not Taylioni telling him in this other version like, oh, this is why, this is why. It's 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 a small things um, along the way. Uh, that makes him realize that, that uh, shit. I'm gonna go back to my old life, even though I don't really want to. So when he goes, when he comes back to his real life, he has a chance to to impart what he learned during this uh, uh, dream thing onto Taylioni in the real world, the same way she tried to do 13 years ago. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes. Because because she had those. He asks, like, do you ever think I would have been if, if we stayed together? And she's like, yeah, I did. And I was really sad for a while, but I moved on, just like he did. Um, so, you know, it's almost... And the fact that she calls him, or has called for him in the beginning of the movie, that's why he rem- remembers her name. Like, oh, I haven't heard about, I haven't heard her name in 13 years, because her assistant, his assistant, sorry, says like, oh, um, a, a, a whoever, Kate Reynolds tried to get a hold of you. Mm. I have her number. He's like, "Oh, Kate Reynolds. I almost married that woman." Oh well, so it's almost like she. And it turns out she only wanted to give him some stuff because she was moving. But it's almost like she had a similar. They're hinting, not, not hinting at, but like she had a similar experience because you know at the same time, like uh, I, I think that's nowhere, a stretch. That's the, you're I, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, say, it, I'm not saying it happened. Because then we're in fan theory land. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's it's that um, the little touch of movie magic. Like, that's why she called. Because kind of that's kind of what sets this whole thing off. I would say, in a way. Well, yeah, it does. But all I'm saying is, it makes sense for us as an audience, but it doesn't make sense in universe why he would do that. It would no, be, of make, course not. It would make more sense if he just talked to her about like oh this is uh, now we're at the same part as we was 13 years ago and I didn't give you a chance could you please give me a chance now because I have understood what's uh, sort of something more of in that vein uh, yeah, and sure. not this fucking clumsy weird monologue so that's what I'm saying and also I think it's it is uh, it's usually something I like but I don't like in this movie that it's sort of a bittersweet ending um, of, yeah, they they found each other and they have a coffee and we'll see where, where it goes. Yeah. But the kids will never be there and that life will never exist and it's... Yeah, that's a little, like, oh, it's, shit. Yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's... It doesn't feel in the vein of the movie to just end it there. I think that's, you know... For for me, that's part of what makes it less, you know, schmaltzy romantic comedy. That it's mm. more grounded in its magic, so to speak. Like no. he can never get back that life he had for a few weeks um, with those kids in that house. But he has Taylor Leone, so at least they can, you know, th- 
they can be together and they can start their own family. Like, because he, he, he has seen what it could be like. And it's actually kind of nice, you know. Because mm. um, lo- love is what's more important. You know? <laughs> it's not money and material possession. It's it's love. Which is what she li- she literally says that in the dream dream life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> without it feeling uh, uh, like stupid or, or on the nose, though. Yeah. But I, I think that's that's my biggest issue with the movie is, is sort of everything that happens from he getting back uh, to the credits. It, it feels off. It doesn't feel as as put together as the rest of the movie. Because um, the rest of the movie is, is really good. And it just it works through and through. And I think all the characters are really good characters. Even though even the ones that aren't in the movie that, mo- that long... Um, yeah, is really believable. I think, uh, what is he called? The best friend, um, J- Arnie, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. he's great in his role, even though it's like only two or three scenes. He's in just a few scenes, yes, with his his other friends and and uh, the, uh, the 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 wife of his friend, his other friend who who wants to have an affair with him. Yes, yeah. it's all. It all feels. They all have, you know, we we we've talked about this uh, in the pre- previous episode. Now, um, there is a, a a reciprocation of energy because mm, yeah. they really they they they're on the same wavelength with with Nicolas Cage, so it all feels very natural, even when he's kind of uh, flipping out a little bit. Yeah, because um, it feels very very natural. The chemistry between all the characters is great. Yeah, because. That I gotta say, because this is the Nicolas Cage podcast. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is great in this movie, and he oh, goes, yeah. he goes all out in the both sides of the spectrum, in in all of the spectrum. He's everywhere. Yeah. With, uh, without it, without it being you know oh, rage cagey, he's just he's very uh, yeah. It's a, it's a top notch performance from him. Yeah. No, I mean he does go full rage cage at moments, but the other characters are, as you said, the same wavelength, so it doesn't look yeah. weird. They. They are there to to meet his weird rage cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just the 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 scene. I think one of the best scenes in the movie is the when they go when he is looking at a suit to get a suit. Oh yeah. And because uh, they they are going around in this uh, shopping mall and he go. Why don't we go to every store, the whole shopping mall? Wouldn't that be fun? In this godforsaken shopping mall, yeah. <laughs> and he's just smiling. <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 very rich cage. She just that sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes and, and tries on a suit while the other do, and and he just I'm gonna buy this suit because it feels like me again. Yeah. And then and then he goes in this very childish rant of, but you got shoes, you. Yeah, well, it's like boy, yeah. Why don't I get anything? I go up every morning and everything's bad. Yeah, it's this thing. Oh, what do I get out of this this life? I have to walk the dog, take out the trash. I have to work with selling tires. And at the end, it, just, it all just starts over. And you can see in Tay Leone's eyes, like, oh, that's 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 everything. Sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, he's 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 he misses that one crucial point that you know. He's doing all of that with the woman he loves. That's the point he's missing at that point. Yeah, and and instead of sort of, um, which has happened in other movies where, because she does play like Stoneface in that moment, but you yeah. also feel that she is. She's very disappointed. She, she has she has Hurt. the energy inside. She just she has yeah. energy that, that uh, oh, an explosion to gel back at him, but he she like holds it back, and you can see that in the performance. Yeah, and that's why it works. If she would just be, if she didn't have that, as we've seen in other movies where they just play it like, uh, what is it called, like uh, realism, mm. <laughs> realistically, then it couldn't, then it wouldn't work, and it falls flat. That yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that's through in the entire movie that everyone just, it just works, just everything fits. Yeah, uh, and also all the characters, even. Cause a lot of characters, most characters really, are only in a few scenes of the movie. Yes. But every character sort of grounds the story in making the story real. Yeah, uh, like fleshing out the the world building, so to speak. Yeah, because we see the um, Kate's father, Big Ed. Yeah. Uh, he's there at Christmas, but then he leaves, uh, so we don't see him anymore at Christmas time, and then 
he works for Big Ed, so we see him in a, in a boss capacity, but he's yeah. he's not a constant player in the story. But yeah, he's not like oh, he's there for dinner and more hijinks, uh, no, none of that. He just he's just there. He fills he fills his purpose. Yeah, and every character just it just makes sense in the story yeah. that they they don't have this best friend who's there all the time. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just. He he meets his best friends at bowling bowling night as you sort of do, and that's about it. Yeah, it's it's even which is maybe taking it a little. It's not a, it's not a problem, but it almost felt like they're taking that too far. Because at one point, even the children kind of disappear from the movie. Because we we've already had the scenes where he's ooh he's changing diapers and dropping them off at school, and mm. we don't need that again because we've seen that in the movie already. So they they kind of disappear. I mean, they're there, but, you know, we don't get those scenes where he's struggling with the children, because they've figured that part out already. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I, I like that. It does... Yeah, it focuses on what's important uh, yeah, that's, for the story. That's not, yeah, the, and that's what a, a, a lesser movie would focus on. Oh, the crazy hijinks of taking care of children. Yeah. That, that's not what the story... That's not the story they want to tell. Exactly. Like, they do that once, because it's funny, and then that's... Done. Yeah. Then they focus on the actual story. Yeah. It's it's um, it's 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 wonderful the 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 restraint these people have <laughs> writing this movie. Like they mm. could have done a crazy comedy, but it isn't. <laughs> it's very grounded, very succinct. Um, and even though it's like two hours long, which is usually romantic comedies or whatever you would call this, that's a little too long for that. Mm. It works somehow. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't feel long at all no no not at all i i could have watched even more (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) it's just uh i i i I don't have any real complaints i mean it's not like the the only thing you can say like it's not a revolutionary movie so you know it's not going to become like a timeless classic but for for what it is it's Fucking great. But it's not going to go into your uh, usual roster of Christmas movies? Oh, yo, no, yeah, it will. Definitely. Oh, it definitely. will, okay. It, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep watching this one. Definitely. Uh, it's good enough for that, you know. No. It, it's not quite, you know, legend status, but it's just below that for me. Uh, I did read that this movie has a lot of references to It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if you got any when you were watching it. Not anything specifically other than, you know, he sees a dead different version of his life, which is a big part of that movie. There's w- one very blatant, which uh, well... well I guess the bell good. ringing, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's bell ringing, and uh, also it's snowing when when things happen. Right, when things happen. Oh, okay, yeah. sure, sure. And then yeah. there's... But there's one where uh, Big Ed, he says that he played poker with a, a big trucker guy. Yeah. Uh, and that guy is called Mr. Potter. Oh, sure, yeah, okay, and, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things like that. That's very subtle, though. <laughs> yeah, because Mr. That's... Potter is not a trucker in uh, in. No, in, uh... no, but it's just but yeah, it's the name. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they they that is sort of what they were going for, and it's it's obvious when you know about it. Yeah. Um, that's as I said last week. I don't know if it was on air or after we stopped recording, but uh, this movie, I said this movie was somewhere between, oh, what, was this? what did I say? Uh, did I, I think I said Trading Places and It's a Wonderful Life. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and Those I, were the ones you mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I don't know. I don't have that much more to say, really. No, and that, that's uh-huh. kind of the thing. Like, I, I did a little bit of research, and there's, there's not... There, it's just it's just a regular movie, so there's not a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff yeah. or any, you know... There's I found one, uh, not even review, but kind of, kind of like video essay about it um, by some smaller channel, Film Flux, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. It was good, you know, but... Uh, it's... It's not quite on the level of like the boy in blue that it's forgotten. People remember it, no. um, but it's not like one of those big popular movies. Yeah, as I said in the beginning, uh, if you have it in your shelf, you 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 will <clears throat> pull it out, but you won't look for it. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's a movie. It's I, I wouldn't say for, 
forgettable, but no, uh, uh, it's yeah, I don't know, it's you don't well at least me, I don't get the feeling of I don't feel a need to rewatch it. Uh, I, I, like I, that. yeah, sure, and I can, in a way, I can see that, like why people might like, well, I watch this once and it's fine. But I got like for me this is gonna yeah it's gonna go into my Christmas movie rotation and <laughs> I'm gonna remember it fondly, and I can also see because I've read some comments by people on YouTube videos and on on IMDb that for a lot of people it is sort of like a Christmas classic. It's just not a um a, like it's not a um a, like officially a, an official Christmas classic. Sort of like it's a Wonderful Life is, but for a lot of people you know it is a personal favorite and classic sort of so mm. to speak. Um, it's kind of in between it's kind of you know falling down in between the you know the the cracks yeah yeah kind of been forgotten like a lot of his movies have been Uh, one thing that I I was thinking of mentioning uh, I remember now uh, I do like the sort of uh, off screen world building with Don Shields character yeah. There's a lot of it, it, there's a lot of interesting things with him. The few times he's in the movie, because he yeah he's sort of kind of an angel character. I yeah. guess. they never would say that, but it's sort of obvious. It's, yeah, uh, but there's uh, it's interesting because when he uh, when he's in the convenience store at the beginning when Nick Cage is, is, is uh, buying eggnog. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they leave. The last thing he says, I think it's the last thing he says, to the cashier is, you had your chance too, and you blew mm. it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Th- that he was there for the cashier originally. Yeah, to have um, like a, a glimpse. Yeah, yeah, and, and also when the last time when, when he meets uh, Nicolas Cage's character, Jack, at the end of the movie. Yeah, he's uh, working in a convenience store. Yeah, and, and then there's a girl there who he gets too much uh, change. And then when yeah. she leaves, he says to Jack, wait, wait, we'll see what you're going to do. And then mm. she just leaves, and he's like, ah, yeah. almost. And so, yeah, so there's like, yeah, yeah. He, he just goes around testing people, uh, <laughs> sort of. Like, I think that's, I, I think it's an interesting thing, because we don't stay on it. It's just no, small but it's, things. It's there, that, yeah, and, it, and when, you, when you notice it, then it kind of... Um, uh, it it kind of makes Jack out to be like at at his core a good guy because he yeah. actually did the the good deed that gave him the chance to to get this glimpse from Don Cheadle. Yeah, which the other and people it, didn't. So even if he's like, ooh, he's a he's the typical Wall Street douchebag, but he's got that he's got the thing though. That's why he gets this chance. Yeah, it's not I, just it's not just like we're gonna teach you what it's really all about. Like, yeah, it's not the. Oh, you've been bad. It's not the Scrooge thing. No, exactly. It's it's the reverse. Uh, yeah. And I think that again goes into what I said about all the characters in the movie. They feel like they have their own agency and their own part to play. Yeah. But we don't see that because it's not important. We see a glimpse of every character's struggles and life uh, without lingering too much. Because uh, that's also a thing that's easy for movies to do with these kind of movies where they have like oh we built this whole thing with this character yeah. and we it just need down to and yeah we need to stay and you as an audience need to know the hard work we put into this character even though it actually doesn't make make a sense make a difference to the story yeah and that again yeah. makes it work yeah like yeah hinting at a larger world like in the beginning when he's confused and he shows up at his friend's house at Jeremy Piven's house um, and they talk. They talk very, very briefly about last year when he almost got, you know, got into a, 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 an affair on the side with his like daughter's or son's uh, piano teacher or something. All right. But yeah. then, but then you told me like, oh, you you don't want to give all that up for whatever his wife's name is because she's barely yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then that comes back later when he's almost having an affair with this other wife lady. And Jeremy Piven like talks about like uh, you know it, it comes back and, and, yeah. and it's in in an organic way. 
it's it's um it's very well written. Like, it's a very for, for well what written it movie. is. Yeah, I would say maybe maybe the direction isn't the best. It's it's not a fun no. looking movie. It's it's kind of a basic looking movie. Yeah, and that's classic Red Ratner. He's a, he's a director <sighs> for hire. Like he he does the job, and I think this mm. is one of his better movies. I gotta say. Um, but it's not like it's. This is not like a passion project for him. No, but he's uh, he's very like good at what he does. Yeah, and I I don't think the movie needs to be a a, a visual masterpiece. No, really. no, no, no. Because uh, it's uh, that's not what it is. No, like Christmas movies and romantic comedies aren't are very rarely good looking movies. Because yeah, not it's what more about, about like yeah, it's about the story and you yeah. know all the Christmas f- spirit feeling whatever. <laughs> Whatever uh. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Per- perfect example of that is Home Alone. Um, as as amazing as that movie is, a lot of the shots are very flat. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so have you read any reviews about this movie uh, um, from the time? Yeah, no, I I didn't read them, but I I I've been looking at them during during our recording here, and it's it got it pretty bad. I mean, not a bad. Well, it got a forty-two. On, on Metacritic. Well, that's that's very low. Yeah. Um. I guess it's like dragged down by a couple of really bad reviews because it got some pretty favorable reviews. Um. It doesn't have a ton of reviews. It got twenty eight reviews from the time, and um, eight positive, a lot of fifteen mixed, and then five negative. And but the negatives are like really that that's dragging it down because the worst it got was a zero. Um, oh. A zero? Uh, that might be a later review, though. Because um, it's... F- no, it's probably from the time. Because it's from film.com, which doesn't exist anymore. Um, but they just wrote... Um, you can't even read the full review anymore. Uh, you can just read the blurb and it's... What were they thinking? Is the only thing that it says. It's like, okay. um, they were thinking they were making a Christmas movie. What's the problem? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it got like... like 38, 30, 20... A couple of 20... Reviews and like what? What? It's so weird. Saying like nothing more or less than a cheap, dirty grab at our Christmas spirit. That's like the opposite of what it is. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a cheap cash grab at Christmas spirit. That's it's an actual like exercise in Christmas spirit. A good exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. So the user reviews are very mixed. Uh, there's a lot of fives and sixes. Hmm, yeah. uh, but apparently, well, just looking through them, most of them is because it's uh, labeled as a comedy and th- there are n- not a lot of jokes in it. No. So, it's not like a... Um, so it looks like a lot of people went either. into this movie thinking would be a, a, a big laugh-out-loud comedy and then they were disappointed it wasn't. Uh, the people who actually... That doesn't talk about that, that it isn't funny enough yeah. or it's too slow... Uh yeah, then then we got like nines and tens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There might be. Oh. I haven't even watched the trailer, but maybe they were trying to sell it as a comedy, and it's not. It's uh, it's more a drama comedy. Like it's oh, yeah. it it's ha- it has it's funny, but it's not. There's not uh, jokes. You know. Yeah, I would say I would say the comedy because we talked about this uh, when we did the the action trilogy of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, this this is uh. This movie is common in the same way as an action movie is comedy. Exactly, it yeah. has jokes. It has funny moments, but it's not. It's not. It's not haha comedy. No, it's more of we having we have jokes to just levy the the, the drama. Yeah, exactly. Um, to 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 make us get a pause in the realistic, not that fun. Married life. Sort yeah, of. it's it's not it's not a genre movie. It's not a comedy or no. an action movie. It's you know it's a movie. Yeah. With a little bit of comedy, a little bit of drama, hmm. no action though. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's they do like drive a, a car very very fast once. I guess that's a little mm. action. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think. Uh, I don't have anything else. There wasn't, as you said, no real fun trivia of the movie, more than picking out some pointers to Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, yeah apparently, John Travolta was at one point set to oh. start the movie. 
Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk more about Nicolas Cage's performance then, because okay. once again, this is the kind of movie where maybe someone else could have done it. Sure. Mm-hmm. But having seen it with Nicolas Cage in it, I can't imagine this with anyone else. He makes it very much his own uh, performance. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I the only th- only person I could see in this role, it would have been worse, definitely. <laughs> but the only one I can see is actually a uh, well. At this point, uh, 2000, I think, yeah. Uh, John Cusack. Hmm, I could maybe. see him in this movie. Um, it would have been a, a far different movie. Uh, yeah. And I wouldn't say as good, but he could have done it. Because he has this... Um, this mellow, mellow part and sometimes this very explosive energy that is needed in this role to have both of those... Being very mellow and very explosive at times. Yeah. So it could work, but it, I, it could, again. Yeah, it could have worked, but yeah, like you said, it would have been much worse. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it is definitely a, a Nicolas Cage movie, which Nicolas Cage makes this movie work. Yeah, like he he goes he goes all in for the role, which is which is like something we we've talked about a lot in this. Like that that really that also like it elevates the movie when he. He doesn't just sleepwalk his way through it. It's not just a paycheck, you know. He 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 really goes in for it and 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 takes it serious. Yeah. Even if it's a little silly, maybe you know. And I, I gotta say, it's one of the best chemistries between him and Tia Leon. Yes, she's great, and that's that's kind of funny because I didn't I didn't think of that uh, while watching it, but then when I looked up the the cast and I, I clicked on Tia Leon, I was like, oh shit, yeah, she was in Spanglish, another like. Complete mm. surprise when it came to like you know movies about uh, family life and romance and, and she had amazing chemistry in that movie with oh. um, Adam Sandler and and him not in the same way as Nicolas Cage but you know him like actually acting in that movie and and not not just hamming it up or doing it for a paycheck like like he usually does um, so maybe there's something to. To Taylor's uh, energy and and her co-stars reciprocating that as well, yeah. Because it's very very similar, um, in you know the, the chemistry between the characters in this movie and and in Spanglish. I think. Yeah. I just yeah, thought of it mean, now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she. I'm just looking at other movies I've seen with her. She she's really good at chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen her in that many other movies. The only thing I can think of right now is like uh, Jurassic Park 3. That is, I don't know. She doesn't really have great chemistry with the dinosaurs in no, that, I suppose. I, I was but, thinking because uh, <laughs> I was uh, uh, fun with Dick and Jane. I haven't seen that one. Okay. It's, it's not a good movie. It's, it's an eh movie. But yeah. good chemistry again. They really yeah. sell it. Um, and I don't remember her in Deep Impact. But she was in that. I have seen that but I don't remember her. Oh, it's been so long. Yeah, I can barely yeah. remember anyone in that movie. Mm. Elijah Wood is in that movie. <laughs> yep. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a, she hasn't done that much, that much, really. Huh. She's, like, done 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 movies since 2000. Huh. That's 13 movies in 22 years. Uh, but is she is she still acting or is she maybe Yeah, there's one movie that is announced. I counted that one as yeah, one sure. of the thirteen. It's announced, so she's she's done a TV show for like oh, five yeah, she's years. Oh yeah, TV show for five years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I have watched it but I know of it, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, so great chemistry. <laughs> yeah, great great chemistry. <laughs> um yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Just one, one last thing about, huh? I guess then about about, like, uh, random. Just going back to like how this is different from other like romantic comedies or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's very instead of like like I mentioned those instead of all these like big grand gestures and even though it has the him running to the airport in the end which is a big you know cliche in movies like this mm-hmm. running to the running to the wedding or running to the airport like stop you can't go i love you <laughs> um 
it ha- it has that, but it also has you know, um, it, it's a very like contemplative movie. Like you you have several scenes where Nicolas Cage is just sitting down and like reflecting over the situation he's in and realizing like what what he is gaining from this. Like the the scene where he sits down and he watches the tape of. Uh, it's a birth. It's her. It's yeah. Taylor's birthday, and he's singing to her. It's not just like, oh my god, it's like a really nice life. Um, because there's a, there's a big thing also like calling back to an earlier thing in the movie where he's singing, but he 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 sings uh, La Donna Mobile in the beginning of the movie. All right, yeah. Um, and he's in the elevator and he stops singing when the when someone else gets into the elevator and they literally make a point of it like. She says, like, we don't have to stop singing on the count of me. He's like, no, please. It's just because I'm shy. Mm. But then in that scene, so it's not just them having fun and laughing. And he's like, oh, my God, this is such a nice life. No. In that scene, he sings to her in the middle of this big party. And he's not, like, sh- uh, shy or he's not, like, ashamed or anything. And it just shows that, you know, he uh, his... um. His boundaries or whatever are like lowered when he's around her because he really, really loves her. It's it's uh, it's little details like that that's, yeah, that's like pointed out throughout the movie. It's really, really nice. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't even think about that detail. Yeah, so. and the fact that in the scene, instead of him like oh whoa or like mm. starting to like cry and like oh my god, he's just sitting there. But there's so much. If you look, they hold in his face, and that's mm-hmm. something I've I've noticed more and more. Uh, partly from the video we saw about Nicholas, C- or you you told me about Nicholas Cage, um, and then in my my other podcast that I do with my sister, we've talked a lot about um, like holding on faces uh, in di- yeah. in dialogue, not just when they're speaking, but holding on the person who is listening to the dialogue. Yeah, reacting. Re- the reacting. Yeah, we talked about it during uh, we did a patron episode about there will be blood, and there is mm. so much in that movie which is just faces reacting to dialogue. Mm. Um, and his scene, and or the scene where he is watching that tape, um, they hold for long, long uh, moments of a time on just his face, and we hear the video in the background. And he doesn't really do any big, like, emotional things with his face. But there's so much going on in his eyes in that scene. Like, you really get what he is thinking in that scene. And that's partly then, you know, good on the director for holding on his face. And also uh, a testament to his acting. That scene in particular is one of my favorites in the movies. I wanted to... I remember that while we talked, so I wanted to go (laughs) back to it. Yeah, I mean, there's... I think you can really... If you really want to analyze this movie a lot deeply, with which is callbacks to different to small details uh, and just the circular storytelling, things coming back, as you said, with the the friend using the same argument to him, mm. and, and I think there's a lot of a lot of interesting details in this movie. I didn't really, I didn't catch like even half of them. Uh, but I, 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 again, that's just a testament to the great script that they were working with. Yeah, shows that it's. I'm, I'm wondering if this, if people like, why got kind of lukewarm reviews was because people, uh, kind of like, well, it's in, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's fine. You know, they didn't take the time to look at it. But since, yeah. since, since that's what we're doing here, we're, we're not just watching the movies. We're supposed to like. Find something out about the movies. No. Um, I, I looked a little more, and you know, we we found there is there is more to it. Um, yeah, which is interesting. It is, it's uh, it's very interesting, and even now, uh, us talking about it, uh, which usually happens when you talk <laughs> about it, you find out even more about it. Oh, <laughs> that's why uh, it's fun to talk about movies. Wow, oh. amazing. Uh, so, what score would you give this movie? Oh yeah, I've already decided. Uh, this is an eight out of ten. It's an eight out of ten. Oh All yeah, because right. I mean, nine and ten those are reserved like the real classics, and this is not mm. that. But it's yeah. a really good movie, so it's. Yeah, I I would agree. I would give this an eight out of ten too. Uh, yeah. Actually. Um, it is, it is a very good movie. It's a, it's a very very good movie. Yeah. It it 
I mean, if people gave it a sh chance, I, I this might become like a minor like Christmas classic in the future. Because it's still it's still relatively new. It's mm -hmm. from two thousand, and then anything made after you know the nineties, it's always going to feel a little too modern. Maybe it's hard to call that a classic, even though it's twenty years, twenty two years old at this point. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. It it definitely has has what it has what it needs to become a classic. Oh yeah, I mean it's. I would say this is a lot more Christmassy and a lot more uh, feeling and also better movie than sort of Bad Santa, which is uh, at this point sort of a classic modern classic movie. Christmas yeah, movie. it has definitely more. Yeah, th that one is. It's a different kind of movie. I would no. still I still like that as a, as a Christmas movie, but it's a very very different movie. Yeah, I'm not saying. It's bad. I'm just saying this fits in better with the modern classic. Yeah, Christmas with the movie yeah genre. With, the, with the classic Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and just uh, we we briefly discussed that you know oh, I like Trouble in Paradise and that was a Christmas mm. movie so I might like this. This is a much better Christmas movie than Christmas <laughs> in Paradise. <laughs> uh, we'll see. What did you give? Oh, Trapped in Paradise. Mean. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, Trapped yeah. in Paradise. Yeah, you gave that one a six. So it's... yeah. Yeah, and that's the score. Just in general, uh, a worse movie as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a few eights uh, this season, though. No nines or tens, but no, a few not eights. not yet. Mm. Um, the the only one that might become a nine if I if I um uh, like try to go back and really uh, war uh like look at it properly would be bringing out the dead. But other than that, no nines. Oh. And I'm I'm wondering, like, maybe there won't be any nines. There's a few movies I haven't seen Come yet. Come on, like... Wicker Man. That's a ten. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, But I'm looking forward to, like, adaptation. I haven't seen Matchstick Man or Lord of War either. So mm. one of them, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's The Family Man. Yeah. By Nicolas Cage. Uh, a forgotten Christmas classic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, just th just thinking about it now when you said it, the the name though it sucks. It, uh, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't say anything about the movie. <laughs> I would say the, the Swedish title is better better title. Which is what is that? It's uh, a second chance. Yeah, that's a yeah. much better title. It's better. Yeah, I mean it's. it's I don't. The, it's really not know a good title, but it's better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the perfect title would be, but the Family Man it sounds. Yeah, I don't know. Does it, it doesn't say fun. anything, really. Yeah. Also been a little tainted with Family Guy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so next week it's uh, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, not seen I, it. Don't know not, anything about it. I know very little of it. I know that my parents' neighbors, my neighbor when I still lived there, um, he... he uh, he was not a movie guy or anything. He didn't watch movies. But his favorite movie of all time was Captain Curly's Mandolin. So hmm. well, there might be something to it. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that's the only thing I know about it. That's, we'll that's why I know he, of it. <laughs> we'll see if he has a good taste in movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's the episode. Yeah. Also, yeah, just want to add was. It was kind of kind of nice to get a little bit of Christmas in March. Um, <laughs> I got I gotta say there was there was a lot of I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry <laughs> during this movie, uh, but, uh, m mostly for the the Christmas feeling, but also because it was a very good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but next week, yeah, Captain Carly's mandolin. Uh, it's not a. I mean, it takes place during a war, but it's more of a drama. I think I know. Yeah. I know nothing of it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have Me to neither. see. Yeah. So if you wanna, if you wanna follow along in the discussion, check out Captain Curly's Mandolin. And also, if you wanna support this show and our independent podcast endeavors, check us out on Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. Where you can listen to all these episodes uh, some some time in advance. You also get exclusive episodes of my other podcast that I mentioned, called the Spottercast. Um, there's commentary tracks and exclusive videos, a bunch of stuff for just three bucks a month. Um, other than that, though, thank you for listening to this. Um, thank you for for following us on all the podcast platforms or on YouTube, and uh, we hope you enjoy the show. And until next time, have a good one. Bye.
by everyone. Madness in the Method is part of the Please Don't Make a Scene podcast network. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin after a concept by Christopher Billian. It is hosted by Tobias Vedin and Christopher Billian. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. If you want to be a supporter of the show, please check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene where you can get early access to episodes exclusive episodes of other podcasts commentary tracks and much much more and we want to give a huge shout out to our patron supporters laura kinney rasmus jonsson mom and dad 